and there's places to go hang out. Do that somewhere else. But the hungry folks need to find out, you know what? I want all the Holy Spirit. I want all the Jesus. I want all the Bible. I want all of everything. Now, now here's the deal. I am not embarrassed of the Holy Ghost. I have people come up to me and they say, well, you speak in tongues and I always go, you know? Yeah. Immediately. Because you're not going to throw something on me to make me feel like, are you a tongue? You speak in tongues? But they all did in the Bible. Let me say this too. Every church in the New Testament spoke in tongues. Every. Corinthians, Colossians, Philippians. Every church. Uh, Romans. They were all spirit-filled churches, we call them. Because Paul instructed them on how to remain spirit-filled, how to speak, how to do. And here's the deal. You need to be able to get your friends filled, so you need to at least know these scriptures. Amen. So my question started off as just a dumb dude that just got saved. And then the Lord gets real with me saying, do you really want everything I have for you? I said, absolutely, 100%. And I found out there's a ditch on disbelief and there's a ditch on disbelief. But the Lord told me there's always a middle of the road. Yes, yes. Always. And I want you to go over here to Isaiah first. I'm going to go slow. And I'm going to teach. Because here's how I got set free. And I hope you got a Bible. And I hope you highlight. And I hope you're hungry. Amen. And I hope you want to see your Bible. Praise God. Not the screen. Your Bible. Your Bible says this stuff we're going to read. Your Bible teaches this. Your Bible does. And here's the deal. Uh, once you get light on something, it's hard to unlearn. Yeah, but if you're closed off to the things God has for you in His Word, you won't be. <laughs> and I found out with that with many religious spirits. They say, I don't believe. Can't tell you why. You just don't believe? Yeah. You've heard it somewhere. You can't teach on it. You can't stand up and give a five, six, seven part series on it for six months. You can't. I'm going to go through here, and I'm going to show you why we believe this. And I want you to have a hunger to be filled with everything. I mean, I want everything I've got. Absolutely. Here's the deal. Nobody can make it. I've said for years, if you can do one thing for every believer, you can crack their head open and pour hunger in them. There's nothing worse than a lackadaisical, lazy church person. You need to have hunger poured. If you can do one thing for any person, it's just stay hungry. Stay hungry. The hungry shall be sealed, the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. We're going to walk through some scripture, and your Bible is going to teach this, because that was my first question. Lord, is there more than just getting saved? Is there more than just being born again? Because if it is, um, I'm Kevin at number one. I don't care what they said over here, and I don't care what my cousin said. I know they crazy. I want to know what you say. That's what I want. Because it could be the key to where most people are lacking in their life. I love Jesus. A lot of people love Jesus. Don't be a living victim. People love Jesus till you go to heaven. And it don't mean you got the victory. Loving Jesus don't get you victory. Get you saved. That's just born again. Now you got to start over and get reborn. Now you're starting. So Isaiah 12 verse 3. Let's just go quickly. New King James says, Therefore, with joy, you will draw waters from the wells of salvation. Say wells. Wells. Underline it, please. Amen. I hope you got a fight. Amen. Just a phone. Get there on your phone. Highlight this. There is joys of salvation. I had to start breaking this down and start studying salvation. And it, I thought it was really amazing right here. It says joy can be drawn from the wells of salvation. I underlined it. Put stars by wells. Say wells. Wells of salvation. Now how many of you know when you get born again, you get a deposit on the inside of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit on deposit. It's like a well. It's deposited down in you. You get a new spirit. I mean, you're glad that your spirit is gone, but you just come. Greater is he that is in me. Wells of salvation. Now, what I want you to do, because here's how the Lord, and he showed me some things that I believe to set you free. Because let me say this, every believer needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We'll never, ever, ever back down, shy away, and say it's not for you, not for you. Now, that's, that's a respecter of persons. 
Plus, all of it is so easy to understand. It takes really ignoring the Bible to really get this. Yeah. Hmm. I found that out. Most people don't want to go to the Word when they want to argue with this. They want to just tell you what they think. Right. I'm not interested. Right. I won't even have a conversation. Yeah. Okay? Everybody, I'm talking about filled with the Holy Ghost and power. What do you think if you were to be filled with the Holy Ghost and power? The devil would be like, can't have that. Can't have that. Oh, yeah. So I want you to go there. I want you to keep in mind wells of salvation. Say wells. Wells. W-E-L-L-S. Wells. Deep, deep, in you, deep into you, wells of salvation. John 7, 37. John 7, 37. We're going to look at different uh, teachings here. Jesus is speaking right here. John 7, 37. And we'll read down through this. New King James, I guess, in John 7, 37. Praise God. I like the background jewelry you made for this. It's party time. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a birthday party. Praise the Lord. On the last day, on, on, on the last day, the, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. drink. Amen. Amen. I mean, you know, Jesus don't want you to just come to him and think. He wants you to come to him and drink. And most people don't have no idea how to drink in the Holy Ghost, drink in the Spirit. All they do is know how to come in Him and think. It's not a thinking game, it's a drinking game. There you go. Yeah. Good so y'all used to look old or y'all spiritual now. But really, your problem is you stay sober too much. You need to learn how to get full and drink in the Holy Ghost. God never created you to live your life sober of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
so strange. But it really is just a lack of study. There's a lack of study in the Bible because it gets so clear, so clear. Because there's a work of salvation, then there's a work of the filling or the flowing or the baptism of the Holy Spirit is what Jesus said it was. Now watch this because we do believe it, we do teach it, we'll never change it. It's going to frustrate the heck out of you if you don't get over here with it. You'll be like, we're going to talk about it all the time. All the time. You need spirit-filled, hungry believers filled with the Holy Ghost, and they're walking in victory, jump big in the devil. And what I found out was this. About half of my phone books in Minden, Louisiana, half of them believed in the rivers of living water and speaking in tongues and Holy Spirit, spirit-filled experience, we call it. Not just tongues, but just we say this. You don't get tongues when you get filled with the Spirit. You get power. You're going to see that in a second. You, the tongues is the evidence you got the power. Now watch this, because in uh, Acts chapter 1, jump over there. We're just going to read scripture today, and I'm going to let you out. I'm going to let you out. But you got to get this. It's just not okay not to get this. I'm going to say that too. It's not okay not to get this. It's not okay to have a Bible sitting beside our bed and on our coffee table. If we don't have a revelation in life, only the Holy Spirit. Can you teach on the Holy Spirit? He's mysterious. No, 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 no. He's easy to understand. He's a third person to Godhead. I know you got Jesus' picture in the Bible. You read all about him. God the creation, you know all about him. And the Holy Spirit wants you to be today your best friend. Yes. Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Let's just read it because I do want you guys to get these scriptures. If you don't write them down, you won't remember them. I'll say that now. If you don't write them down, you're not going to remember them. Amen. And you need to get this stuff and go study it. I spent 16 hours a day studying this for the first three years of salvation. 16 hours every day. And I said, because I would get stumped, and I'd be, no, no, Lord. I mean, you ever had, you ever had that Bible study with the Lord? Like, wait a minute. Yeah. And you trying to, you, how many of you know they tried to stump Jesus all the time? Yeah. And Jesus, you weren't going, and you weren't going to stump Jesus. The right. Lord just finally said to me, either yield and receive it, or you won't get it. Right. For the rest of your life, he'll let you live 60 years without it. Right. He's not going to make you do anything. And the hungry will study and be filled and learn. Amen. Acts 1 verse 4. Here's where we get to the book of Acts or the church at the beginning. Now I'm going to say this. The church at the beginning should not look a whole lot different at the end. We should look like we started. The church, the people always say, come to this pastor conference. We're going to give you how to start a church. I got it. Just the Bible. I don't want to look like your church. I want to look like the Bible. I want to look like the book says I'm supposed to look, not like everybody else now says you're supposed to look. With the lights, with the stuff, with all that. And you got all this stuff that's practical. Send out mailers, send out postcards, draw a crowd, and get them in the seats. No thank you. I'd rather have a Holy Ghost hungry person sitting there than somebody got a postcard looking for the coolest church in town. I'd rather have somebody says, Holy Ghost slap me right now because I need more and more and more of you. Thank you that I am in need and you are the one who meets every need out Some things you'll only get in the spirit and not in study. I'll say that too right now. This is not just an intellectual book. It is a spirit-filled book. The Holy Spirit wrote the book. And the writer can light you up. And the greatest blessing to me of being filled with the Spirit is the Bible coming alive. Yes. If you ever read the Bible and said, I just can't understand it, we're going to pray for you today. Yeah. And the book just comes alive. You're like, what? Living water flowing out of me. And then next thing you know, you're filled with the Spirit that wrote the book. Amen. And you're like, I'm Harold. I read that 172 times and never saw it. There's a difference in reading it in the flesh and reading it in the intellect and then reading it in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. There's a big difference. Come on. Matter of fact, this is where things start. Yes. Acts 1 verse 4 says, Being assembled together with them, he commanded them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said you have heard from me. Let me ask you the question. Uh, are these people saved? Are they saved? Well, what do you have to do to be saved? Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. dead. They're looking at him. They're 
How many of you know they believe? These are saved people that he said, do not go anywhere before you receive the promise I talked to you about. You can't, there's no way to really combat. No, they weren't. No, they, no. He said, there's coming something that you need to have. Did you heard me? John truly baptized you with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit not many days from now. Who's the first one to teach baptism of the Holy Spirit? Say his name. Jesus. Say his name. Jesus. Jesus said, before you go do anything, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I know you believe in me. You're looking at me. You're saved. You're going to go to heaven. But I didn't come just to save you. I come to empower you. Yes. I didn't come just to get yes. you a well of salvation. I come to get you a river. Yes. 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 I come to get you a well of salvation. Yes. I come to fill you with a lot of something. Yes. And I mean, that's more I'm going to study this. I just need to have it in my Bible. Because I mean, I didn't care what they said over there. They said over there. They said over there. I'm like, what? Look at this. I can, Jesus said, John baptized with water. In a few days, you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Is that still for today? Yes. Wouldn't it be sad if it wasn't? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be sad if it didn't look like it looked in the Bible? You wouldn't even have any idea if you were filled or baptized. They were saved people talking to Jesus. And he said, there's a baptism in the Spirit coming, though. Yes. Oh. Now, again, you can find multiple religious spirits that know how to explain all of this away. I don't avoid them. I'm telling you right now, they, to me, and I'm going to say a bold statement. Go ahead. Bold statement. Those that explain away all this and try to tell you this is not for today, I'll just say it like this. If I were the devil, I would want you to think the Holy Spirit wasn't for you. Yes. That's what I teach you, left and right. I, now, here's the deal, too. People get on us about, oh, they believe the whole Bible, the Holy Spirit's for today. That's just the Holy Spirit healing and all that stuff. If you so believe in healing so much, won't you go to the hospital and get them all healed? I said, well, women, I'll follow you right after you get them all saved. There you go. There you go. There you go. You can't make nobody get healed. You can't make nobody get saved. And you can't make nobody get healed. Right. No. But the hungry will take and say, I tell you what, many as I can, and I'll go. Hey, I'll never back down. I didn't come here to back down. I didn't come here to debate you, neither. Amen. I come here to preach the Bible 100% without trying to explain why it's not for now. Yes. Everything in this book is for your house. Everything. And I believe those who tell you otherwise are not preaching a gospel from God. Yes. That's right. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. 100, I'll be bold enough to say that. They're not preaching truth. They tell you the Holy Spirit's not for now. He's just mysterious and all of this. Can't we get bold enough to say, see, we let them tell us we're off. Yeah. Here's my thing. I think you off. Yeah. Healing's not for today. You're preaching healing and false hope to those people. You're, you're going to get people killed left and right. Preaching yeah. down from belief. Yeah. You never know if it's your will. If it's your will. If it's your will, please heal. That'll get you dead. Yes. Yes. Quit preaching that to them people. Yeah. They need faith and hardcore faith preachers. And here's why. Because they've had a lot of religion and doubt and unbelief years and years. you got to unlearn what you learned for 42 years. To go over here. That's thank God I didn't go to church from the time I was born till I was 23. I'm like, thank God I didn't grow up in no church. Because I saw all these people. I wasn't impressed. I don't know about you, and I'm not judging the people, but I'm like, what are we going to do? Where is this at? Jesus said, in a few days, for John baptized you with water, but you will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So, here, let's keep reading. I, I don't want to get off, because this is going to be an eight-part series. Bring your friends not filled with the Spirit. If you can. No, seriously. We just say, well, I don't think it's theirs. No, you're an evangelist. You're an evangelist. Your robe belongs to you. That's your domain. <laughs> Amen. And I'll say this while Tim was speaking, it hit me. I should offend a whole lot of y'all. Yeah, I should mess some of y'all's mind up. And you ought to look at your pastor sometime. You ought to look at your pastor sometime and say, I just don't even know how I like <laughs> But I'm willing to, if I'm willing to champion out of you, yeah, that's right. you can not like it all you want. I coached high school and college basketball, and you don't let 
people with all kind of radical potential sit there on the bench as a pitiful, pathetic loser. You say, you get up, we call you. Okay, I'm tired. Get out there. I don't know if I can do it. Yes, you can. I know you can. You got it what? It's an envy. Envy. Watch this. Keep going. Verse 7. He said to them, it is not for you to know the times and seasons. Verse 8, we know the scripture. Verse 8 says this. Verse 8, now I really do want to read the scripture. I'm starting to get excited. Oh, I get excited about this Bible. That's all I get excited about. The Bible. You shall receive. Power. Say it. Power. You shall receive. Power. Jesus is talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They're about to get they're all saved because they're looking at a resurrected Jesus. Right. <laughs> Are they saved? Yes. I heard people say, well, these people weren't saved yet. They're going to get saved when the Holy Spirit comes. No, it's off. Right. It's just off teaching. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. They were saved. How do you get saved? You receive. Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. He says, oh, but here's something you need. And I don't want you to leave till you get it. Yeah. And the sad thing is, many are, they get saved, they don't get, they, they, they believe in Jesus, but then they, that's all they do. But he says right here, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and into the ends of the earth. Say ends of the earth. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds like to me, when you get this Holy Spirit, you're going to get power. Yeah. Yeah. So the Holy Ghost will take the chicken out of you. <laughs> the Holy Ghost will change your personality. Yeah. I get so put out with people as this religious personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy Ghost, you get so full, you're not going to find a depressed Holy Spirit. You're going to find the Holy Spirit full of joy, peace, all kinds of stuff. And all of a sudden, we are we are uh, looking for just this. How I many you know there's a great outpouring? I believe there's going to be a great refilling. How I many you know you need to stay full if you're going on a trip? And we're on a trip. What? We have a destination. We're in the end times. And if you're going on a long trip for the rest of your life, you need to fill up. Ephesians, he told me, Ephesians, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Or be being filled is what he said. Why would he tell them that? If all you had to do was get saved. Why write to the Ephesus church and say, stay full of the Holy Spirit? Well, he used to come out and read the Bible. No, he's not. No, it's not coming out and read the Bible. It's not talking about pray a little bit. He's talking about stay full of the Holy Ghost. But here's what we're going to see. Go to chapter 2, verse 1. Chapter 2, verse 1, the Lord started putting all this stuff together with me, and then it made it so easy for me. Man, it got so easy. And then things started opening up. And then, oh my goodness, I become non-churchy and on the borderline radical. <laughs> and I'm like, that's where I want to be. Yeah. I don't want to mix in and blend in and people be able to say, oh, you're a, no, you're going to know. You're going to know. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in with one accord in one place. Yeah. That's real key. That's why we do our classes tonight. Yeah. One accord is key. Yeah. We ask you, if you don't believe like us, please find where you do. It's not being rude. Right. One accord is a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. I don't care if you play 52 pianos, guitars, drums, and sing 52 solos every week. If you ain't believe like us, it's, it's going to be divisions. We love you, and we'll see you in heaven. And we either love you and see you around here. But we're doing something. We're doing something. And it has to be one place, same place. Same accord. We're on one accord. You ever been in a band or a drum or a uh, You know, it's bad when they're on the wrong chord. One's on C, one's on E, one's on D, and I can't hear them And they were here. Watch this. They said, Jesus said, don't go to me, but baptize the Holy Spirit. I know I'm not. See, it was something I knew I wasn't. Back when I got filled. And they knew they were. But watch what it says. And suddenly, 
How many of you glad suddenly can happen today? Yeah. How many of you think a suddenly can happen at your house right now? Yeah. Things might be going bad, but suddenly. Because I sat there at churches and I was just like dogmatic. I ain't doing it. 
Read it in context. Verse 38 is talking about get saved, born again, wash your sins away, then you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's for you, your children, and as many as the Lord God shall. Is God still calling people? Yes. Are people still being called? Yes. What? Now watch this. This guy, I'm like, I skip. Then I started being dumbfounded that people weren't believing this. I said, look. There's, now watch, spiritually blinded people can't see spiritual things. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, people can be born again and be carnal, the Bible says. Right. Yeah. You'll know when you find a carnal believer, they're arguing truth. Right. That you can see plain as day in front of your face. Say as many as yes. the Lord will come. This introduction, we're going to get into some of this, but I want you to go to Acts 10, 44 real fast. Matter of fact, step on might just go on the screen. I didn't realize what time it was. Amen. Kind of best education and all that today. But uh, I don't have a time I quit. Yeah, that's right. Not down by what? Amen. You need to go, go. Amen. I know you swap cheeks. Amen. You've been on the left one, go to the right one. Amen. You've been sitting on this one, move over to this one. Amen. This ship, praise the Lord. <laughs> Acts 10 44. Acts 10 44. While Peter was still speaking these words to them, the Holy Spirit fell upon those who heard the word. Now they're in the book of Acts chapter 10, way after the church had started. Now Peter's just preaching along, and the Holy Spirit fell. Praise the Lord. We're trying to give the hungry sheep something to eat. That's right. Oh. 
Watch this. Go over it real fast. Real fast. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14, 2. 1 Corinthians 14 is not lying out in that of your Bible. Amen. A lot of people love 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter. 1 Corinthians 15 is this rapture of the church. 1 Corinthians 14 is the Holy Spirit filled, tongue talking, interpretation, all of the things about the Holy Spirit. Verse 14, they love 13, love 15, they never read 14. Yeah. Yeah. 14's in your Bible. It'll never leave. And it's easily understood. He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but he speaks to God. What do we call talking to God? Pray. What? Prayer. Say prayer. prayer. So he's talking right here about prayer. Say prayer. prayer. Talking to God is prayer. Now watch this. We're going to see this over and over when we get on the series. And we're going to make it so easy. It is so easy. He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Watch this. For no one understands. Can it be Russian then? Nope. Can it be Japanese? Nope. No man. No man understands. Because a lot of people try to say when the Holy Spirit was, had failed, look, look at that. Says they were speaking a language, and the other people had the interpretation. And really, if you go read that, it says, and the other people heard in their language. They were receiving the gift of the interpretation of the tongue. And they were because no man. Now, if I either has to obey itself 100 out of 100 times, or if I thought that wrong way out, I look and see if I need to think another path. It's in Russia. No man can understand tongues. None. Now, unless there's an interpreter, now watch this. Howbeit in the, in the spirit, he speaks what? Mysteries. How I many of you have been praying out mysteries in tongues? Well, I'm all the way to church today. Jake's in my pastor's seat. I'm right here speaking in tongues the whole way here. Nobody made me? That's what I do. Yeah. Amen. Wake up, go get a shower. What do you do? Not wasting time. Pray out mysteries. I prayed out this mystery of this church in Louisiana. But my understanding is 
unfruitful. I mean, you know, it's good if you can bypass your brain. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If you can bypass your mind, yeah. Amen. to have an unfruitful mind, a brain that don't know everything, and let the Holy Spirit go. Because these were put in last night, all of them, and yesterday after you, 
But then before I left for you, I said, you know, I bet I can put this trust in the mother like stuff right there in about 40 minutes. I started at 9.30. And I said, I'm on that scaffolding and I'm going all the way through here. So uh, I looked up and I'm like, it's too busy to go home. And then I turned them on and it made so much noise. I'm like, I'm not even turning them on. I got to get new lights now. So praise God. So they're just decorations right now. <laughs> That's not the point. But anyway, I'm just saying, if I was here at 2.30, don't look at me like you're tired. <laughs> Amen. Don't look at me like, how long are you going? Because we're going to also be here tonight, too. Praise God. Jude verse 20. Let's go to the house. Jude verse 20. Jude 20. If we got any people that are very uh, technical like that, you can help. Praise God. <laughs> Electronic people. Amen. We got camera people. We need to be streaming again soon. Amen. Not going to do it until our get volunteers for the camera. Amen. We're not going to overwork everybody. We are in church. Watch this. Uh, Jude verse 20. Jude. And I guess you just put in Jude. There it is. Jude, verse 20. I asked a guy one time, what's this verse mean, man? What does this mean? I read the Bible, and I was reading everything in the Bible. I come across this verse. It says, but you, beloved, build up yourselves. Say, build up. Build up yourselves. How many of you think God wants you to better build yourself up or charge yourself up or plug yourself in every night? And how many of you took charge up your phone every night? You build it back up. It goes down. You build it back up. Here's a, here's a kicker for you. Why do you need to build yourself up? You leak. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Paul say stay full of the Spirit? You leak. Kids get around, get you, get a get business, uh, unbelievers living in this world, virus, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, they make you, it, it just leaks the spirit out of it. Yeah. But Paul said stay full. Build yourself up. How, Paul? In your most holy faith. Yeah. Praying in the Holy Ghost. I asked a guy one time, and I knew he was a golf coach, and I was asking football questions. But I said, hey man, I said, what's this thing praying in the Holy Ghost? He goes, uh, uh, pray loud. I said, what? He goes, pray with fervency. I said, that's not what this is. I knew it was, too. And I kind of knew I was talking to somebody who didn't know. But how do you think everybody in here should be able to build themselves up? Pray in their most holy faith. Why is it your most holy faith? You got no idea what you pray. That's faith. That's faith. And this, if this, it's not right if Joe can do this. And Sue can. It's not okay if Tim can do this, but Albert can. It's just not right. God's no respect your person. Yeah, everybody don't get the same gifts for the church. Pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, apostle, tongue, interpretation, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Everybody don't stand up to do those in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But he's saying right here, this is instruction to the church. Pray in your most holy faith. Build yourself up. Yeah. You know the problem most of the church is? They're running on one bar. Yeah. One bar. One bar. And they just don't know how to get full. They think it's just reading the Bible, go and get a good feeling, go to church, sing some songs. No, you build yourself up praying in your most holy faith. Yeah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. When I yielded to this, my life changed. Yeah. Changed. I just got to give you the truth. I, when it, with my whole life, everything unfolded in front of me. Truth started being easy to understand. Open doors, God started opening up to preach and speak and do things started happening for me. And I just said, Lord, I'll just take what you got. I don't believe that you're going to give me a devil. I believe you're going to give me the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be able to pray in this uh, Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost like the Bible says. I want to pray in the Holy Ghost. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I I never have understood. Because why? Religion has been steeped. In the minds and in the spirits and in the hearts of many people in the U.S. to the point where they hear this, ah, we don't do that. Okay, that's you, not me. Things yeah. that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Life on Six Fifty Fifth Boulevard will always make this easy to understand, and then everybody can receive. Yeah. Yeah.
Stand your feet real quick, great God. Stand your feet. Hallelujah. The Lord told me, signs and wonders shall follow the word preached. Yeah. Signs will follow what's preached. Signs will follow what's preached. Amen. Now I'm going to ask, without, you can just hit a key. Just an E if you got it. Thank you. 
uh, to Peru one time, or actually to uh, Panama. My brother was in the Air Force. Got a girl saved on the airplane. Gave her the magazine. They put me on the cover of a magazine in Louisiana. I had some with me to give to my brother. And I was on the cover of this magazine. I gave it to her. And I said, here, read through that. And I started talking to her next to me. And uh, ended up, she received Jesus on that airplane. I thought I was going to see my brother. This girl we're going to see in heaven. This was 22 years ago. Hey, listen to me. Always, always let your light shine without says in front of other people. Yes. It's time to stop being a camouflage Christian. Stop being a camouflage believer. It's time to let your light out and let it shine. But now I'm blessed. 